1: Penn State got the win in the ball game on Saturday. We'll talk to Bill Bowman from the Daily item about that and what that win means for the program going forward. But joining us now on ESPN 92.3, the Valley Sports Leader, John Barchard from BleedingGreenNation.com. Eagles got the win 34-26 over the Giants. They finished 10-6. And uh, for all that effort, they get to watch the playoffs from home, John.
2: Yes, <laughs> It's one of the things I talked about in the uh, the, the two minute uh, blitz there because I that was actually one of the things that frustrated me. Is like I get I get the old you know the NFL pride and and all that stuff, but uh, I really wish they would have taken a note from Sam Hinkie there and just just you know lost the game or at least had Matt Barkley come in, have uh, Chris Polk come in there nine and seven, 10 and six. Who cares? Everybody everybody's sitting at home uh, shining their golf clubs anyway. I'd rather have you know. The, the best draft position uh, uh, possible, because there is so many skilled guys that are going to be crunched there uh, for so long. I know it's maybe my uh, minority thinking, might be a little bit of overreaction, but they had six guys that were targeted last year that they all missed out on because they were at 22. They're two spots up now, and they've locked in 20. And There's been some good players drafted there. It would just you know makes it a little easier and still keeps that uh, unrealistic uh, proportion mind of any chance at Marcus Mariota, even that's impossible to have.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. And we'll get to the whole golf club thing in a minute, too, because Sergeant Dan is here <laughs> from the Air Force. Uh, but uh, right out of the box, I broke format and I apologize. They couldn't get LaShawn McCoy one more stinking yard.
2: One <laughs> more <laughs> yard! will be lost by your yard.
1: One more. No, I, I was fine, but one more yard. Just the principle of the thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you know, I mean, he's been. Um, well, you know, still, there's still whispers it's it's going to be he was asked today. I uh, I, would, uh, I wouldn't I would be shocked if he wasn't in the Eagles uniform next year, Austin. Um, I, I know there's a bunch of people that still want to make that happen. Um, you know, the good news is that Trent Cole came out and said today that he's willing to take a pay cut to restructure his, his contract to stay with the team. He wants to be an Eagle, you know, for the rest of his career. So maybe that frees up some money there. Maybe they can work out something shitty. Um but you know, I, I some of the writing's kinda on the wall there, so don't be don't be too shocked if you know he's playing for Oakland or wherever he ends up getting traded to uh, you know, this upcoming season.
1: Okay, let's let's talk realism here. Uh not where you'd want things to happen, but realistically what can happen with cap numbers and everything else. Is there a possibility that the Eagles could make some type of realistic move to move up in the draft and maybe get a shot at Mariota?
2: Uh, No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Tampa Bay or Tennessee or anybody is would really do that. The really only shot for that to happen, and I don't know why Tampa would do it, but maybe Lovey Smith is. You know, the only the only dream scenario. I was actually kind of laughing about this. It's like Josh McDaniels ends up in Chicago, and then yet again (laughs) trades away Jay Cutler, and Lovey Smith still wants him or something like that. I, I think that's. You know, it's still a very narrow possibility of happening, unless. Wake Tampa up, John! Bay...
1: Wake up! You've been sleeping.
2: <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Unless Tampa Bay goes and gets a veteran quarterback, and and it's not a great market for that either, or makes a big trade for one, it's it, it's not going to happen. Um, there, who knows? I would I would obviously I'm still on the the hashtag whatever it takes. I, I suggest <laughs> kicking the tires as much as possible on that because I think it's there, but I. I do, you know, there are some names that are starting to come up that are a little more realistic. And I actually, the more the more and more this kind of unravels, and I think about it, it might just be another year for the Eagles to either they might trade back. I mean, they have eight ticks, ten might sound more more interesting, and and try and hit on those things. I think there are, there are some project quarterbacks, or some guys that really are being talked about. I know our friend uh, Dan Kloster and Mike K are very high on on Blake Sims, and and I know that's not a. A, a big name, but it's something that that could come out of there. Bryce Petty is another one of those guys, and hopefully, you get lucky doing that. Um, it, it's going to be interesting, though, because there's still, you know, you saw that you know Bradley Fletcher had a hip injury, <laughs> or whatever that is—the the, the nice way of saying, hey, just why don't you just sit this one out? But um, <laughs> you know that that gave an opportunity for for Jalen Watkins and Nolan Carroll, who I you know did okay. I, I just still think that there's still I, again, I, it's, it's something Eagles fans probably don't want to hear, but I, I really do think Bradley Fletcher will be back there. But they definitely need help in the secondary. I think doing uh, more of that is 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 going to help if they trade back is, to try and get those guys. It's it's not that great of a you know free agent draft class for some quarterbacks. There's a couple of guys out there, but you know it's it. I don't know. I don't want to prepare for like a, a whatever type of offseason. There's still people that are speculating that maybe. San Francisco's really tired of Kaepernick, and there's some kind of trade now that you know uh, that uh, Harbaugh's gone to Michigan and all that stuff. But I I don't even see that as a realistic possibility, a of it happening or b Chip wanting him. So it, it's going to be uh, one of those maybe painfully slow off seasons, and hopefully that uh, there's some good news on the horizon for Eagles fans as we get into the uh, to the draft.
1: As it stands right now, is Foles the starting quarterback going into the 2015 season?
2: I think he's I think he has to be unless there's some you know other other thing and I also I wouldn't be surprised if Sanchez is here too. I, I think that one two combination of like well I can, you can go out and get Jake Locker who's been a popular name that's been found around you can go get another veteran quarterback that's there at maybe even bring back Michael Vick or or, or whatever as your backup but I I just I I don't see it any other way at least for the beginning part of the season. And, you know, the other thing you have to question about Foles, too, is not only not only his regression from this year, but just his durability. Uh, he still hasn't started the full 16 games. And I you know some people look at that as a positive and a negative, but, you know, he was, he was in there today saying yeah, he expects him, he expects to be the starting quarterback going into the season. And, if, you know, I guess if you have to roll that way, then I, I really wouldn't want them to... Really concentrate on defense in the first couple of rounds. There, I say you try and load up on as many playmakers as you can get this guy, and just try and make it even simpler. I think that's what you have to do. Um, I don't think you should change your philosophy on on what you're trying to do. Kev Kelly's an offensive-minded coach. Go get him some more toys to play with. You know, it's not it's not really all set in stone. I, I think they had they had an offense enough to maybe try and compete. Uh, you know, in the playoffs, but just the the, the poor QB play really killed this team. I mean, it's it's interesting that they still broke a record for scoring the most points in a single season and led the, the entire league in turnovers. You don't see that too often, so that's a testament to Chip Kelly. Um, I, I go get him what he wants, figure out the defense as it goes, and plug holes where he can. That's how I feel on, on this whole thing coming up.
1: All right, we've put this off as long as we could. Uh, Sergeant Dan from the Air Force, his Cowboys, move on to take on the Detroit Lions. Uh Go ahead, dance on our graves. How about them Cowboys? There it goes.
2: Oh boy. There oh it comes. Boy.
0: What do you got? Come on. Hey, they're 12 and 4 in the playoffs. 18 weeks ago, who would have thought that? Nobody. Nobody, Nobody. but for the first time since 2009, I can gloat. They're in the playoffs. How about them Cowboys? Is that all you got? <laughs> hey, your Eagles are sitting at home. They're going to be watching the playoffs.
1: we have on established, the couch. We have established yes.
2: that fact already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you. And all, well, in
2: all here, here's what I want to know: Is Dan confident that they can pull? They can be Detroit. That's what I want to know because I think there's a little bit. I think there's a little bit of worried, I, you know, worried the uh, cowboy voices this uh, upcoming weekend.
0: I would have rather have Arizona, no doubt about that. Um, Detroit, I there is a little worry there because Megatron has had a history of lighting the Cowboys up, but. The Cowboys are playing well. They're looking as tough as they have been all year the last couple weeks. Hopefully they can carry it on, and we'll see what happens. I'm going for a Cowboys
1: win at home, and – We'll and see where we're going the week you, I'll after. I'll tell you what, you got a little closer to that happening simply because the NFL has decided, it came down a little while ago, uh, that Ndamukong Sue, uh, Mr. Clean for the yes. Detroit Lions, yes. uh, <laughs> is, is not going to be playing after he, uh, shall we say, uh, how do we put this delicately, stepped on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm heartbroken by that. That goes back to our conversation earlier.
0: Dirty mm-hmm. players do not deserve to play in the league. It's what you know, it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, you know,
2: and, and just maybe just heed a little warning, too. It's like, eh, maybe not step on the most recognizable, most popular person that's in the entire league. They're probably going to catch that, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's <so>. true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and especially and, especially someone that they're going to have all the eyeballs on. And I've been talking about economic and sue because there's not like there's any history of him doing
2: anything like that. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I don't even you know... <laughs> And it's, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I consider still, uh, scrapping him up in the Eagles, though. He's, he's that kind of got that nasty that it's, it's one of those things where I think if he's on your team, you love him. And the other 31 teams, he's just deplorable and hit him. I don't, I don't know too many Lions fans that are like, oh, yeah, get rid of him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually am, this is going to sound silly. I am rooting for the Cowboys to win this game because I think that's what it's going to take for Jason Garrett to get an extension. <laughs> uh, that, that, will, that will mark one more check mark on the offseason. Tom Coughlin staying, Jason Garrett extension. We don't have to worry about what Washington's doing, because either way, that's going to be a fiery mess. Well, oh, Washington looked like a fiery
0: things. mess yesterday.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now this whole thing with Kirk Cousins saying, well, if you're going to start RG3, I want to be traded. It just keeps on giving, fellas. No matter where we are, or who we root for, we can always rely on Washington to give us the good news. And hey,
1: there's right. your quarterback, Kirk Cousins. And, and you know what? Uh, in the studio, Wayne Kaczynski, whose daughter was in, was a guest earlier. Uh, she got a free ride uh, to the to West Virginia in gymnastics. A lovely young lady, uh, but I question her father somewhat because he's a he's the Giants fan in the room, John.
2: Oof. I, I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know about Coughlin and. And that whole that whole regime, yeah, Ben McAdoo is, maybe created some great new passing game and all that other stuff, and Odell Beckham Jr., et cetera, et cetera. I just, I don't know. I don't see any major improvements that they could possibly do. I think this is more the, the downturn on Tom Coughlin rather than the, you know, rebounding uptick. I think he's just been there too long.
1: Any editorial reply, Wayne? Typical Eagles answer.
2: <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is just go, yeah, well, uh, that's weird because he's got two rings and the uh, Eagles still have none. Well, we I didn't want to do the
1: same thing that. and give a typical Giants answer saying that. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, John, I'll tell you what.
1: We'll talk one more time next week, and uh, we'll hand out some game balls for the Eagles. How about it?
2: That sounds great. Appreciate it, guys. We'll uh, talk to you then.
1: All right, John Barcher joining us on the SECV Hotline here on ESPN 92.3, the Valley Sports Leader.